Ben's a little mafia music for you because Catherine <laughs> spotted a mafia guy out in the parking lot. So that's very <laughs> Tom Bernard show with our special guest. That'd be ben Wright. That'd be me. That'd be me. <laughs> yeah. Ben Wright. I was you. like, wow, a special guest today. Yeah, this what is do you great. Think there's, that, good, there's a good crew in here, I'm though. I'm a special guest. Yeah. JB. Co-host <laughs> Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Melissa Kirk. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Cassie Schrader. You're not talking. You've decided against it. <laughs> Just the first name. David. David. <laughs> uh, King David. <laughs> and like the rest. And we will be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. It all depends what mood Cassie's in, the kind of music we get. Never know. What, do you feel like killing someone? <laughs> no, this is Weezer, man. A Weezer. Weezer. People are arguing with me. They're trying to say he doesn't say... I got my ass wide, yeah, but he, he does. does say that. <laughs> like they say, you know, he says, I got my eyes wide. It's like, uh, I don't think so. That I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> you know, I got my, you know, hash pipe, song hash pipe. Yeah. 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 I got my hash pipe. Yeah. At one point, he, he breaks He from says, that. I got my ass wide. You got your big cheese. So I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Gross. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling her. It's a bad visual. So romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Romantic show we got going here today. 
ladies and gentlemen. No it's definitely Valentine's Day yeah. in August today. That's yeah, the, that's the song we'll so play. Love is in the air. <laughs> so, so Ben and Mordal and I had a great conversation this morning. Yeah, uh, and the fact that the only people that drink on that show are. John Lastman, who's a Jew, by the way. The only guy that show drinks is a Jew. Yeah. Well, how's that happen? Man of Shabbos. It's hard to let go. <laughs> so you got John Lastman. Candace will drink a little oh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, JB. Do you know something? <laughs> but Brittany doesn't drink. I don't drink. Mordal doesn't drink. Bob Sansford doesn't drink. Philip doesn't. I mean, he'll have a drink, but twice a year, so he doesn't really yeah. drink. What? That's how do people do that? Almost That's everyone so on impressive. that list doesn't drink because they used to drink too much. Is the mm-hmm. thing? I yeah. don't know. Almost what you're everyone on that about. list. <laughs> I don't know so, about Philip. Did Philip? Was no, Philip no. no. But he still so. he still drinks like a little. Yeah, but he's, he's also not, damaged. Let's he's not a teetotaler. He's a very damaged soul. I just like to point that out. Could you tell that this morning? No, he seemed fine. Who's that? Philip. Philip. Although I could only see him through glass, so I'm no, sure. No, actually, Philip wasn't there. Philip's not there on Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so that wasn't the person that was in the booth on That's the other the side. That's the one who drinks. Oh, he does. Oh, you mean to, your, uh, to the left. So oh, it was more, the more, more at all was in the room, and then there was somebody through the glass on the left side. But he didn't say oh, much. No, he, he kept kind of quiet. No, he's the, he's the uh, audio engineer. Oh, okay, yeah. He, he was wasted. I mean, that guy was hammered. I don't know if he drinks or not. I have no idea if he drinks or not, but we're having a magnificent... How many of you drink in here? Uh, A tiny bit. I mean, I don't drink a lot. Rarely. Yeah, Yeah. and either one of you two drink all that much either. JB, you don't. I don't drink a ton, but like when I'm out at an event or something, that's where I cut loose. So it's like I can go two months without having a drink, but then I'll go do something and then I'll have like... Five Long Islands. <laughs> you weigh like 40 pounds. How can you drink that much? No, I don't throw up. Really? Five mm-hmm. Long Islands? Oh, uh, yeah, Dave, just, Dave has explained my, my five stages of drunkenness, which are, in, and I'm a friendly drunk, so it's not like I'm getting See, myself. See, another in, one of them. Yeah, I've never understood the that? anger when you drink things. Well, talk oh. to Ben and me. <laughs> I don't get it. I'll well, tell you yeah. all about it. I've got a friend, if she has a drink too much, all of a sudden she starts rummaging through her house to give you things. <laughs> what? I just love you so much. I want you to have See? this. It's uh, like, this is your mother's If antique. I could do that, yeah. the house would have been empty. <laughs> I would have had an empty home. Yeah, no, I took things from people's homes. And <laughs> I was not a good human being. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, can, I relate to that. Like, I, I don't know why it comes out. It's just mm. a part of me that when I get drunk, I get, I, I, I'm good, good, good. No longer it's anymore. How dad fun. is, yeah. yeah just... I don't think you know how dad is. Thank you. You said it on the show like a hundred uh, times. That's yeah, true. true. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a switch, right? All yeah. of a sudden, it's just boom. It's weird. You're yeah. in a horrible mood. My oh. wife used to say that she couldn't tell when it was coming. All of a sudden, she'd be like, you're in a great mood. You're in a great mood. We're all playing cards at the table. She's like, I'd look around, come back, and you're flipping me off. <laughs> and, she would, and I'd be like, for what? What did you... What, what, did, you what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? And she's like, I, I didn't that. do anything. You were just all of a sudden mad. What, like did, I, what did you do to put me in my alcoholic you must rage? Have done something. <laughs> See, for me, for me, it was, uh, and I'd st- I'm still that way today, even though I don't drink. If after I've been drinking, 
if you humiliate or or are mean to me or anybody I know, like yeah. even if you were there, because I know you, if yeah. someone tried to humiliate you or was mean to you, I'd go crazy. Really? Yeah, I, it's really weird that way. And that's, did you see that a lot? There's so many stages to his drinking. It was just, I could tell by the look in his eye what was going to happen. Yeah. I, just, I would just skedaddle. Yeah. Just get out. Let's go. That's what, I, there was photos. My wife would be like, what's the matter with you? And I'd be like, what do you mean what's the matter with me? <laughs> like all of a sudden, just this hard scowl. And I'd be like, I'm fine. What's wrong with you? And she's like, you're just your whole thing yep. changed. Yeah. yeah. It's but, true. It's uh, like yeah, the brown possession. Browns give me the blues. Brown liquors give me the blues. Mm. Oh, I Don't can't drink even, that stuff. I could not even okay. drink whiskey. If I drank whiskey, I would kill someone. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I could do uh, beer and wine, but whiskey, not a oh, chance. I love it. One drink, I'd talk a little bit more than normal. Two, a little bit more. The third one, I completely shut down. Yeah, really? didn't talk at all. I don't talk at all. Because he falls asleep. Well, <laughs> part part I'm not pointing too. that out. No, but I mean, what do, you, do you know what you're like? Do My you limits, recall? too. But, I mean, when you get that quiet, do you recall why you're, like, so quiet? I'm naturally that quiet to begin with, yeah. so I yeah. basically go back to normal oh, for some weird. reason. Oh, weird. I, I, I poured a drink that you said was going to get me completely smashed, and then I poured a second one, and I was still fine. So. You were hammered. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I was aware of everything I was doing. I was were you aware. doing the long-distance stare, Andy, for about <laughs> no. 30 minutes? Here's fine. Here's why we don't self-determine <laughs> before we drive anymore. I'm like, well, good. I didn't drive. I wish, no, no, I'm I knew better than to drive. I wish I would have. I wish I would have recorded it. It would have been. I'm not drunk. He go. I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he's giggling. Yeah. Well, he kind of did it at your house. That's true. Why do you you kind of did it at their house when we were at the when we did the bonfire and you had those drinks. Mm -hmm. You were getting you were you, you were, were giggly. He was hammered. You were giggly. Are you a giggly <laughs> drunk? Like I you're guess good so. He, he gets very goofy. Hmm. Uh, well, that's yeah. kind of how I am normally, just not around people. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's an interesting superpower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I become Sammy Davis Jr. when I'm bang, really... Bang. I, I, <laughs> my, I do. I, you can tell when I'm Your getting drunk if I start squinting my, one, my right eye. Oh, yeah. oh, I have an eye thing, too. It starts doing something weird. I don't even know. I think it I don't know. <laughs> and I, I go from, like, balloon man. I'm constantly waving my arms around. Like, hey! You're like, like, a, like a car lot, like the inflatable <laughs> yeah. flailing Man yeah, exactly. People are highly entertained when I drink. <laughs> My eyes, one eye shuts, but usually it's because somebody punched it. Did you slug it out That's when you different. got drunk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I, just not a good human being. Like, I wish I could find some redeeming. Like my wife and I have talked, and she's like, "There were good times," and I was like, "Yeah," but they were inevitably followed by a series of bad times, and usually, um, I. Is so I'm a pretty like nervous person. I think that's I'm just I have super high anxiety. What what brought that on? Um, I'll solve your alcoholism. Welcome right to now. the family. How how deep do you guys want to go down the <laughs> rabbit hole? Hey, look, there's nobody has, has more anxiety than I do. Yeah, but uh, mine's very easily explained. My father and I never got along. Yeah, ever. Uh, I was the only kid that he used to beat on. 
Yeah. Seven kids in the family. He, he hit my sister once, but he used to beat on me all the time. Wow. And then uh, he was very, he was a brilliant man, but he was schizophrenic, and that's terrifying. Did they not diagnose it back then? I mean, you know, no, not fans, not really. No, no, they really didn't. No, they gave him shock treatment, which scared the hell out of him. It was after the age of there are demons in your humors, but before the <laughs> age of. <laughs> That's exactly Before it. the age of your brain is broken. <laughs> no, so I think for me, that anger definitely is all toward my father. But yeah. I, I never, you know, I never, although I, I, as I told you, that thing with the priest in the hallway, that didn't go over to him. Yeah. yeah. You know what I told that, right? Yeah. I, I was the same. I mean, I, I grew up in a Catholic home and I was assaulted by at a, at a Catholic summer camp when I was younger. And I, oh, man. And I told my parents about it. But my parents, this was in the 90s. And my it like when I finally divulged it to them and they didn't, you know, they didn't do anything about it. And that was just the time. Nobody knew how to react back then. Yeah. And, I, and I've come to grips. Like my parents are great people. They just, you know, I mean, you make mistakes as a parent and some of them cause things. And I think, you know, if you were to look at me, I'm definitely the black sheep in the family. For sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But believe. I paid off. You know what I mean? I got, I got, I went. To, it's a hard yeah. fought road, but I, yeah. I got. Yeah. But, but I definitely. What's funny is I came out of it, and I don't dislike religion. I know a lot of um, yeah. comics and a lot yeah. of people who have experienced that that came out with a negative feeling towards faith and religion and whatnot. I don't have that. I see that as the actions of a person and and not, uh, you know, an ideology or anything or a belief system. I think. But definitely my thing when I would get drunk is that people aren't listening. You know, you're not hearing me. You know mm, what I mean? Well, that's like, always yeah. annoying. Yeah. That's because they couldn't understand you. Or I'm quiet. I'm, nothing's you know. coming out of your mouth. Mid-burp halfway through it. You, but, just, uh, you just reminded me of a horrible story. Thank you so much. Oh, I forgot all about this. You're welcome. That's what he's talking compliment. about, though. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a, a girl that I went to school with because we were young then. She was a girl, not a woman, and went through like five guys assaulted her. No. They raped her. Damn. They assaulted, oh. they raped her when she was, I think, 16 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she ended up killing herself. Yeah. And one of the reasons she killed herself was when she told her parents, they said, well, what did you do to bring it on? Ugh. Can you imagine trying to deal with that? Yeah, yeah. Your own parents turn on you. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. That used to be the thought process and the yeah. way that uh, yeah. attorneys would get guys off of doing that stuff. Ugh. Yeah. It, it's a weird thing. You know, I, I, we were talking about it, and I, and I watched the documentary. You know, like in the 90s, there was no word for pedophilia. The, really? the, in the in the late '80s, the word pedophilia didn't come into modern lexicon until like the '90s. I didn't it, know that. Yeah, and it was an interesting documentary about it. They just didn't really have a word. They didn't know what to say. It wasn't in the news like it is everywhere. There was no spotlight scandal. Yeah, people was none were of that. constantly worried about pedophiles every, yeah. around every corner. That's true. Yeah, and and so you just didn't think when you got kidnapped in people's minds, you were killed. It's like 9/11. You know, I mean, when people talk about 9/11, they think, well. If I had been on that plane, I wouldn't have. I would have stood. No, you wouldn't have. No, because you were taught not to do that prior to that time. No one talked about it. You know, it was the same way. Like everybody thought, if somebody took a plane, you were being hijacked, right. and that was it. That's true. Now, if you stand up too quickly out of your seat, you're going to get the dogs. You know what I mean? People right. are going to beat the crap out of you. You know, but the the difference. 
the difference was no one talked about it back then. And my parents will say that we just didn't know how to handle it. Right. You know, right. it's not and, like the terrorists were like, okay, everyone on this plane is going to die. So just sit down. You'll be. Yeah. Just don't interfere. Because were, as far as they knew, they were just being rerouted. Exactly. And it's the same type of thing. You were taught if that happened, you cooperated right, and the pl- you'd be used as a bargaining tool. And that was everything mm-hmm. you had been conditioned. And it's the same type of – no one could have ever thought you're going to fly – and it's the same thing. No one ever thought that dark into the story of right. like people abuse – that you knew it happened. It's been happening forever, but – it's a it's a weird thing. So my parents, but it is weird to have your parents not stand up for right, you, because right. it does create. I think I went through a period where I thought my father was weak, especially my like dad. Sure. So I sought out dudes I thought were tough to like hang out with, oh. and I grew up in Maine, which is super hyper masculine, and and so all the crab fishermen. Yeah, and like just it's a very rural area. Fighting and masculinity is everything. And if <laughs> you know if people thought you were weak, right, then oh, yeah. they would attack that. And if anybody knew that this happened, they would attack. You know everything so i just hit it in and just became more and more angry and and i think as i got older now that i have a kid i mean i think that changes yeah. it drastically oh, i don't think there's any question oh, yeah, yeah. I, I really wish that americans would pronounce the word correctly because we don't pronounce it correctly uh it's pedophile actually as in pediatrician pedophile oh is it really not pedophile it like is. in pedestrian yeah <laughs> oh i because got some you. people well, a guy loves to walk yeah, I mean, a lover of walking. <laughs> no, there's a lot of words that are both in Greek and Latin, but yes. they don't mean the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, right. So it's right. totally like, pedophile. Technically, like pedialyte or pedia. Yeah, yeah, like right. A technically, the word homosexual combines Greek and Latin. Yeah, it so it should, would be homa or. Well, it what it technically means because if we take it as a Greek word, then it means uh, lover of people, which. I mean, I mean uh, in yeah. a way, but <laughs> but so they took the Latin that. Latin me. homo, which is man, and the Greek file. Oh, dude, I mean, you must sexual. be a hoot when you're drunk. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, he's. Oh yeah. This would be amazing yeah, if this comes out of you a lot more when you're drunk. Oh, this it does, a, dude. It does. My mom we'll hears what she hears. We'll take a break. We'll be right back in two minutes more yeah. with Ben Roy. He is at Big Brother's House Comedy tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. Two shows Sunday as well. Back in two minutes. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? Why is it cool? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X check? I'm going to get it today. North American Banking Company. Celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Dude, walk like an Egyptian. I like this song. It's a good song. She does it. Cassie does pick good songs. No question. I'm waiting for Andy Oki over here. Oh, Andy. Andy knows every no. word to every song. No. I do. Is there any booze in that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite Bailey's. is coffee. And I know no <laughs> words to any songs. You know, really? I've no, always been very good at remembering happy words birthday, to songs. Happy birthday, I know. <laughs> oh, well. Even you know, happy birthday. I'm like uh, halfway through my guide. No, Dave was reading, he was filling in for you, and he was reading a story about some Egyptian, like they found a tomb or something. Mm-hmm. And so I played it as bumper music coming back, and all of a sudden Andy just busts out singing the words. Singing walk like <laughs> and an Egyptian. And Dave and I just are looking at him in shock. <laughs> it's one of the songs I know most of the lyrics to. Yeah, so we we got trigger songs for Andy, so we get Andy Oki time. <laughs> Andy Oki, I like Andy Oki. Yeah. In recent times, it was that, and uh, Mama said, "Knock you out." I did a I did a voiceover, and they used that mute. What the hell was that for? Mama said, "Knock you out." I don't know any other. It was a national commercial. I can't remember what it was. A national commercial used LL Cool J's "Mama Said Knock You Out." Why not? It's Nyquil. It was Nyquil. So, JB, you're going to have to answer for the woman in Michigan. Your your sister. I can. Do you know what she did, right? No, I'm not familiar with this story. It is just unbelievable that this would happen in 2018. Two women running for, I believe, Congress in Michigan a black woman, and an Asian woman, mm-hmm. right? And the Asian woman's married to a black man. But the black woman at the convention in front of everybody, so it was overheard by everyone, they said, uh, well, we're thinking about, about supporting you, Betty. And she said, yeah, don't be voting for Ching Chong. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoa! Don't be voting wow. for Ching Chong. Somebody had a flashback. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yikes. You got the story there now, Andy? Uh, yeah, just, just type in Ching Chong. Oh. I'm sure it'll pop right oh up. Oh, my Lord. I, uh, but yeah. She said this on air somewhere? Like, uh, no, in, in front of Betty all Cook this. Scott, Betty Cook Asian Scott. opponent. Don't vote for the Ching Chong. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, no, Lord. Yeah, yeah, well, well, i got to have it in front of me. <laughs> i got to have it, it in front of me. details. Yeah. She doesn't look old enough to have fought in Korea. So <laughs> no, I don't think I don't she... know where the prejudice would have come for. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes. from... I, I don't Somebody know why. Somebody had a flashback from the neighborhood. Oh, that yeah. was a neighborhood thing, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ben just found it. Oh, man. It's a Newsweek. Well, she's got oh, the yeah. publicity she wanted. Well, she got beat, oh. though, by 40 points. I was going to say she probably... Yeah, you can't say things like <laughs> she's that. She's also said to have called one of... Well, her name is Chang, so maybe she was just making a pun, but a bad pun. But she also said... She called one of Chang's campaign volunteers an immigrant saying, you don't belong here and I want you out of my country. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. So, Betty, settle down. Was she drinking? <laughs> yeah, was she drinking? That's, that statement should be all's fair in love and campaigns <laughs> is the way it should be. Love and politics. That seems now. to be yeah, how it is. I mean, it's so. become... Yeah, she, uh, she lit up the whole thing. She also said, I'm sick to death of... Asian immigrants coming to this country taking jobs from black people. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, he, he just went off, man. It was unbelievable. Wow. Oh, no, Ben's finding the whole story. Oh. What else you got? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, there is, it's all quotations, so that's never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> someone, exactly. Someone it. has to learn to, to, Dial it back. Wow, self-editing is a problem for... It's not only been that it was one... You know, normally somebody slips up, like yeah. you'll yeah. see, and they say yeah. one. You don't see many full-scale diatribes anymore where you're like... <laughs> no, no, you no, no, Somebody has com- Twitter. Yeah, yeah. completely lost it and was just like... Rah! <laughs> So wow. she probably won't be winning. No. She didn't win. She, she lost by 40 points. 40 points. Wow. Well, that's a well. big loss. So, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Betty, actually, Betty came in third. Somebody <laughs> even outpaced her uh, wow. between... Uh, it's like a dead candidate. <laughs> yeah, a dead candidate came storming back. <laughs> oh, they were both running for... Democrat. They're both Democrats. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Well, okay. that's positive. See, you, honest to God, you thought it was a Republican automatically, didn't you? No, I was. No. You said they were running against each other. No, they're. they're well, they oh, were. Well, I mean, were they're primary. Primary. I guess when yeah. I think like running against each other, yeah. I think, yeah. No, Betty's a, Betty's a Democrat. I don't pay that much attention to the whole. Betty's going to have a lot to. Yeah. They'll forget about it in two weeks. Mm. That's. I mean. Oh. I don't know. People are dragging up racist comments from 30, 40 years ago, and it's taking. Well, you should have heard so. what JB said to me 30 years ago. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you honky mother effer. I think that was it. I'm not JB. sure. Well, you were drinking at the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Thank you. So it was a honky mother effer. two and a half drinks in before he fell asleep. Honestly, you know, you know that you had hit honky drunk by that yeah. point. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. I can't even deny it. I just got to say, I would, that's so the only drunk episode between him and I is one Christmas where he threw Christmas gifts at me, back at me that I'd given him. Oh, he doesn't okay. like oh, whoa, yeah. Yeah. This is weird reverse Santa Claus. Yeah. You would have cheated. He doesn't like accepting gifts. Did you ever see the movie Black Christmas? Uh-uh. Phenomenal. It's like one of the great movies of all time. It's, um, I think Margot Kidder starred in it. I'm pretty sure she I don't, did. I don't know that. I don't know. But in any case, here was here's the deal. I do have to explain something, and JB, I think, understands now. As I pointed out, my mother raised seven children by herself. She was a diner waitress. We had absolutely no money. Mm-hmm. And I finally realized that, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old, my mother couldn't afford to give us presents. There's no way she could afford to give us Christmas presents or birthday presents. So now, ever since then, I hate getting gifts from people. 
It just makes me really uncomfortable to get gifts. You feel guilt. Yeah, because my mother, I know she went, I mean, yeah. she got them all on credit. I know that for sure. Because yeah. later on, the guy at the grocery store said, oh, yeah, your mother used to put everything on credit. Wow. So it's just... You still owe us five cents for that apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Give me the apple money, pal. That's but, that's crazy that you did it. Did it, I mean did, did have you learned like as far as no. do you uh, you still he still doesn't like yeah no. it makes me really uncomfortable. I don't to think get that's something you can undo. Yeah. So when you combine uncomfortable with gifts and alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Problem. Do you do you mind giving gifts? I love to give gifts yeah. to people. Yeah. I love but it's giving not, gifts. It's not just that he doesn't like getting gifts. He's mean about getting gifts when he's when you're drinking. I remember well, Alex one time gave years. you like a I was actually radio about to, controlled car. It was a, an a orange Humvee? Escalade uh, uh, that had buttons on it that would play like hip hop beats. Right. And I she got it for him as a, as joke, a joke because he hates that coal. And he lost yeah. his mind. Get he lost my mind. He just threw it out the window. Well, no, yeah, he just wow. said he didn't want it. And Don't he like, hates why it. Would I want that crap. You see a judgmental look in Ben's eye. He looked at me and was like, "Wow." <laughs> wait, wait, cow. no, no, wait. Who is Al? Uh, who is this? my sister? His yeah. And how old was she when? Probably uh, like twenty. Uh, oh, she was 20. an adult. Okay. Thanks. We were we were living in the new house. Yeah, she was twenty. Well, she moved so in she when was she was at, 16. I was, she was at least 17. I still 17. have the, the, okay. the truck, by the way. Yeah. I oh, still really? have it. Yeah. yeah. And it's unopened. It's in mid condition. <laughs> so what do you do at Christmas? Do you not? Do you all not? No, we do. do. No, not, we give them presents It's anyway. just minor stuff. They give me, you know, like six packs of beer that I, they know I can't drink. <laughs> you know, so we wrap up his own socks. So that it's <laughs> back to me. Well, those nice. are the best. Socks that are already worn yeah. are the best. Yeah, oh, no. he was, he's like my dad. My dad would open his dad, stuff up. Percy didn't like it either. 13 days later. Really? Yeah. It's Just a very all, emotional thing. All of a sudden, we would hear the rattle of paper and boxes <laughs> being opened. It's like, oh, he's finally opening his stuff. But he wasn't doing it to Disco Inferno. No. Okay, good. Oh, that's only when he was beating on JB. That's <laughs> one. Your dad never hit you, though, did he? We discussed this. Once. Yes, he did. Yeah, I guess he did. Didn't yeah. you say once? No, it was more than oh. once. <laughs> no, it was more than but once. Was only it your when mom? you deserved it, right? Your, was it yeah. your mom hit you once? Because you said... You talk back to her once. Oh um, no! I talked said, back to B. No, I didn't talk back to her. I told her. I told her the nun to was lying. The nun well, was lying. Oh, to her, that's talking Ooh. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. she was talking Ooh. to you're the talking nun back on the to God at that point. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I got a backhand. You attack God, JB. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My parents never. I never. But they came from that generation. Yeah. My parents were very much a part of that generation. Yeah. Where. And I think that is a generational thing. It, it definitely is definitely is. because my, I remember my mother telling me that priests listen directly to God and tell you what God said. And I was like five when she told me this. And I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think even priests claim that. To that. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa, you'd know better than me. So I, Ben, I, I'm not Catholic. So I'm not Catholic. well, <laughs> wouldn't know. Were you, you were Catholic when you were a kid. Yes. Oh, so yeah. we were all Catholic. Yeah, I mean, be, being Catholic was, you know, I mean, and especially being French, that that was, yeah, yeah, they, 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 the the Irish and the French Canadians, I mean, oh, they're right. very, yeah. very yeah. staunchly Catholic. Yep. Do you still say oh, Tabernacle? 
tabarnak. Yeah. That my <laughs> my parents do. They all pronounce everything they you know with the accent on the wrong syllable. You know what I mean? That's how they. Everything is about as hellfire. Happy birthday, Ashley. You know if your if your name is Ashley, happy birthday. And that's how everybody talks up in New England. It, French people don't. Parisian French, like actual French. Completely different. Yeah, they don't even like French Canadians. (laughs) They see them as like fake French. Yeah, it's a fake French. And Montreal has a different one too. They put at the end of everything. Yeah, yeah, they're also very, very uh, concerned about the loss of their culture. So if you, God, yeah, and if you like, my mother's last name is Gagnon, but it's actually Gaillon. And I don't, and I, my last name is Arwa, but we, I say Roy because I, I don't speak French. I can imitate it or mimic it, but they hate it. When I would go to JFL to Just for Laughs in Montreal, they'd be like, uh, why are you, you know, why are you not taking Arwa? Why not you use, and I, because I don't, you don't speak French? No. Well, I don't use it. No one speaks French in the United States, you know. Right. But they well, If you said Ben Roy, you, people would think your name is Benoit Balls. Benoit Balls. Yeah, Benoit Balls. That's very true. And so I'm like, it's not a, a healthy connotation down there. Yeah, we, we had a guy on yesterday who was talking about Tangier Island, which is sinking into uh, the bay, Chesapeake Bay. Mm-hmm. It's going to disappear. Andy, would you look and see if you could find... I'm on it. If anybody can... They are speaking English. These people you're about to hear are speaking English. They're speaking Tangier English, which is only yeah. spoken by like, 460 people. Uh-huh. Guy, I can hire him on your Saturday night. Saturday night. I drove his mom out. Guy, I actually had to get out. I was he doesn't have a TBI. That's what I said. It sounds like he had a stroke. A serious brain injury or something like that. Not that your culture is diminished. David, could you hear that? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that in any man. You David the headphones. You got to hear this. You got to hear it. It's bizarre. I picked up Saturday night as the only thing I could understand was Saturday night. They have other guys. I wonder if this guy's going to sound as bad. Born here. Let's see. On this island, we can say that our parents were vampires. Well, he's and right on that. understandable. He's do the first guy. I think you get on top of the water and swim when you get ready to live. He's swim over top spots instead of uh, in them. Less understandable. But you got to play the first guy. Those guys, they're speaking English. If we're talking among ourselves, we might yeah. Ooh, I like the whistle, though. Yeah, he's, a yeah, little bit he's of got a whistle that, that comes the out. The tooth gap whistle. There's something what did he say so- it was? It was like a combination of Dutch? Yeah. I, could, I can yeah, kind of get the, the Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. yeah. And English, and there was something else. Maybe German. That he said it was I think he said it was Dutch and, like, Southern American. Okay. Like, you know, Alabama or whatever. Okay. So I can hear like a little Irish in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they are of Irish descent. Yeah. So it's probably like a combination of like yeah, Scandinavian. Yeah. Probably. And that's what it sounds like. Very yeah. strange. It's, yeah. Because when they were rolling their words together, it sounded almost like when an Irish person speaks really fast. Yeah. But it yeah. had like the, the vowel sounds were yeah. more Scandinavian. Yeah. So it was like a combination. That of Acadian French, too, down in like oh, Louisiana. No, Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real, real difficult to understand. Um, and it's much different than 
Canadian Acadian French. It yeah, even it sounds it's, it's very lot. like but it's amazing traveling a lot. There are so many different dialects still in this country that oh, I've forgotten absolutely. about. Like yeah. the Iron Range in Minnesota. I go up there and I'm like, I don't know what you're oh, saying. Oh, true story. When I was 19 years old, <laughs> I, don't know these I grew words. up in North Minneapolis. I grew up right here in Minneapolis. And when I was 19 years old, 18 years old, I took a job up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, which is about 30 miles from the Canadian border on the way to Winnipeg. Okay. So if you left here and went to Winnipeg, that's where Grand Forks is, about 30 miles from the border. And I could not understand one word. These are Americans. <laughs> yeah. They're in North Dakota. I couldn't understand anything they said. Is it heavily Dutch? Like, like Maybe. same? I think a lot of it is Scandinavian. You yeah. know, it's depending Scandinavian on and German. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, does it sound just like a heavier version of what we think of as Minnesota and like Minnesota in like that kind of drawing things out? I think. That's part of it. Yeah. But Can you pull them up? Is there anybody that you could like? That's actually I'm, a good question. We'll, we'll, we'll take a Cassie break. Come right back and do it. Well, <laughs> yeah, she can just talk. Yeah, yeah. She can just talk. That's true. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard <laughs> John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because you know they got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver that song. I don't know why I knew you were going to play that, but oh, I knew. Tainted love. Tainted love. Uh, so far, ladies and gentlemen, we've covered uh, alcoholism, <laughs> violence, dialects we can't understand. <laughs> we've covered a lot of ground today. A typical Saturday night, right? Yeah, typical Saturday night. But yeah, I, seriously. You get too far outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul, you cannot understand those people. Oh, yeah. We went to Duluth. Uh, My band played up there of all places. And the same. They Mm -hmm. have a very interesting uh, dialect up there that you would hear these accents come out that are very isolated. They feel – and, I mean, Duluth feels very – strange and bizarre just a weird <laughs> little yeah, different the place. fact that a, yeah. t- like a big city is just like there in the middle of nowhere yeah 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 i it, know what you mean the first well, time i went there i was like well, there's like this giant city here but there's also it's also a college town mm-hmm. so yeah. it all depends on who yeah. you're talking to and where you yeah. are yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and it was a shipping it is well, it still, still is a still shipping, shipping lake, port, port. lake freighters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Duluth is considered part of the Iron Range. Accent. It is, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The so, entrance to the Iron Range. Well, yeah, that's where they, like, ship out the, the iron, iron, iron ore. They yeah. yeah. ship it to various states, yeah. Yeah, it felt blue-collar, but it was Fair. weird because there was also, because of the colleges, a very liberal, like, oh, yeah. and the unions very seemed to make union, it yeah. very liberalized. Yep. So it's, like, super democratic, but also in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and on a, it was freezing. Yeah. Like, uh, I never yeah. felt cold. Oh, so it was July? 
Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, you could be it's beautiful at the bottom of a hill. Summer. And I'm not kidding. You'd be at the bottom of a hill, and it's 75 degrees. Yeah. You get to the top of the hill, and it's like 40. Yeah. What the hell? That lake yeah. is cold, Well, man. yeah, the lake. I mean, And I love yeah. Duluth. I absolutely love the town. The North Shore is yeah. beautiful. It is yeah. gorgeous. If you ever get can... to go up around uh, it, it's very pretty. You want to hear a great, great music story about Duluth? Oh, yeah. Heck really, yeah. really cool, sir. And it's a true story, too. Where did you play when you were up there? Do you remember? No. Was no, the Armory, maybe? No, no, no. No, it wasn't a big venue. It was a small okay. place. Well, the Armory in Duluth is very famous because uh, a lot of acts used to come through there. And Buddy Holly came through there just a couple of weeks before he died. Whoa. And he was playing, and a kid sitting in the front row, he made eye contact with the kid and smiled at him. And that kid was Bob Dylan. How cool is that? No way. He said it drove him to become a musician because Buddy Holly made eye contact with me. Wow. What a great story. That's that amazing. Wow. Did Bob he Dylan? He just injected talent into grew, his brain. Yeah, he, he grew up <laughs> in Hibbing, Minnesota. Glance. Oh, really? Bob yeah. Dylan did? Yeah. Right in the heart of the He was range. from Minnesota. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yes. absolutely. This is a long-storied history with Minneapolis and Minnesota of having this amazing music Oh, yeah, scene. Prince. Yeah. yeah, well, and I I grew up in listening to punk and hardcore, and I, I, that was just where I started listening. to. And Minneapolis, St. Paul, had, mm. for a long time, had this massive punk yeah. scene. Yeah. And it was known, you know, nationwide as being like one of, I don't know, I, is it, be, do you think it's because it's isolated and cold a lot of the time? I don't, <laughs> I wonder. Very like, highly educated people here, too. Yeah. There's a lot of money here and really good education. Yeah. They still bitch about it constantly on TV, how horrible the education is, <laughs> but it's one of the most educated states in all of the United yeah, States. Yeah, we spent some, what was it, like $12,000 per student per year? Uh, 17000 oh, wow. 17000 yes. Wow. Yeah, we got, we got some education spending Mm -hmm. and we're not even we're like 20th in the country it's it's a it's a really interesting place it feels young it feels like denver like it feels like a young city minneapolis minneapolis is yes yeah but it's uh it's very much its own thing minnesota is very much its own all of it it's very much its own vibe minneapolis is trying hard to be a, a, a they used to call it a cosmopolitan they, area. They used to have this horrible ad campaign. It was oh. the Mini Apple. They've always been trying to <laughs> compare. There's a big Apple and the Mini Apple. They've always been trying to compare ourselves to New York. It's like why no. I don't know. Why do you want to be? I don't know. Why do you want to be terrible <laughs> people? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you want to be terrible? People? I don't know. What New York is. About. I mean, it's awful. And uh, New York is a terrible place because it's just chock full of too many. People's terrible dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And and like whether they're good dreams that. or like bad dreams, it's just It's like a, I mean only so many people can make it big. Because if everyone yeah, made it yeah. big, then it's not really making it big, it's That's, making it normal. It used to be a place that actual people lived and now it's just become yeah. I mean it's so inaccessible. Go, like you can't yeah. You can't live in no. Who can live there? And why it's, would you want to be there? It's like a thunderdome. Yeah. In city <laughs> yes, it's a exactly. The problem with Minnesota is, and I'm very serious about this. I have said on the air for 33 years, Minnesota. I was born here. I grew up here. Half of the people are the nicest people you'd ever want to meet, and the other half are the biggest 
jackasses you will ever run into. They are mm. so incredibly passive aggressive. Hi, Ben. How are you? Stab, stab, stab. You, is that like a? Oh. It's, so it's a, the, the South is kind of like that too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The uh, South yeah. definitely. Yeah, bless your heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bless your heart. Stab, aren't yeah. you? Oh my goodness! Aren't you sweet? Aren't you sweet? I get. You get stuck in those loops of of yep. like nice, like a platitudes. Yes. Like when yep. I went to yep. Savannah, I was saying goodbye, and I was like, "Okay, thank you so much. Now, thank you." Yeah. Thank you. No, you have a nice day now. Yeah, you too. Now you do it. You do it next. And it becomes like a, okay, I'm going to go now. All right, you have a nice day now. Take care. Yes, and you don't know when to stop. I don't, when do we stop this? When is this? I know. It's like emojis and text messaging. It's like, how many times do I have to respond? That's when you just back out of the room. (laughs) Eye contact, wide-eyed. Yes. It, like, treat them like they're the queen. Don't turn your back. Slowly get out of the room. Bowing. I bow. <laughs> Just genuflecting as I leave the room. Yeah, I mean, that story I told you this morning about the guy asked me where I work. That's a true story. No, really? Oh. Uh, you guys might not have never heard this one, but you just have to edit out two words. No big deal. Okay, I'll get my pen but ready. I'm sitting down talking to a guy about this a few years ago, right? And we're just talking, schmoozing, not a big deal. And he goes, so where do you work? And I said, KQRS. He goes... You don't work with that asshole Tom Bernard, do you? And I said, I am that asshole. Tom. I was like, God. Okay, well, thank you, sir. I feel much better about what myself. What did he say? Huh? Like, did he say anything in response? He got frightened because I was a lot bigger than him. Yeah, so yeah. Like, and he goes, like, I said, I'm not going to. I might be an a hole, but. I'm not going to waste it on you, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. L.A. is so different for oh, that. God, I, mean, I can't LA. see you in L.A. at all. Um, I like my job. I love the cast and crew of the show, and That's I like good. doing yeah. what I do. Yep. And yep. Um, But as far as – and I'm big into – I love mixed martial arts. I love fighting. Like, I love jujitsu, and it's kind of the home of that right now, you know? I mean, in the United States, so there's yep. a lot of good schools for that kind of stuff. But – the rest of it, no, it's not really my thing. But they're very much like that. They don't care. I went to the comedy store. So I went to the comedy store. I did an audition for this show on Comedy Central. I had a great set. I walked downstairs, stood on the patio at the comedy store. My manager comes up and he goes, let me introduce you to the booker. And so he called him over and he goes, oh, yeah, hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I heard you had a good set upstairs. Ben Roy, yeah, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, great job. Well... Um, you know, if you want to come down and hang out around the club here and there for whatever, for we'll try to throw you a set here and there. Meanwhile, beside me, like just across the parking lot, the Andaz Hotel is right in the parking lot of the club. I'm shrink-wrapped on the side of it. My image is 80 feet tall on the side of the building. And I can't even get a set at the comedy store. That's how little LA gives any concern about who... I don't care, you know what I mean? And I think it's... There is something kind of nice about the fact that it is truly like a weird... Up front? Yeah. It's all up front. They're all up front. Like, I don't care about you, you know? (laughs) Until I I need to care about you and you make me money, I don't care. And there is an odd, like, kind of comforting fact that, like... All right, I, I suppose so many people are so desperate to get recognized and get <sighs> noticed that they just are like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. A city like this is very live-centric. People work 
so they have their recreation, you know? Right. Yeah. But uh, L.A. is very work-centric. Everybody is there on a hustle and a grind, and, like, everybody's trying to make their way. Another city that's filled just chock full of other people's terrible dreams. <laughs> so. Ben, I apologize up front because I never ask people to do their act or repeat stories, but your airplane story is a phenomenal story. About? About the guy sitting next to you watching. Uh, oh, yeah. This is a phenomenal. Sorry about this. I, I don't usually do that. Well, like, so I have this show. <laughs> we are going into the third season. It's called Those Who Can't. No, it's a very cult Great. popular show. Great mm-hmm. show. And it's really dumb. And we made it because everything's trying to make a point, And we just want to. We love mindless, stupid humor that upsets anybody. And so. Um, they, the only place you can't find it, but they air it on Delta flights. So it's on there on demand. Well, they have it on iTunes and Amazon and stuff like that. What happened to it on? It's on true TV still. Yeah. Yeah. I've never missed an episode. I was going to say, it's not going away. No, no, no. Third season's coming. Oh, thank I love that Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Hilarious. So, so we, so I was on a Delta flight. And I, there's a kid sitting beside me who's like a younger, maybe in his 20s, kind of looking hipster kid. And he's sitting there, and I see him flipping through, and he stops on our show, and he kind of reads the description. And then he clicks on it, and he watches an episode. And then for the rest of the flight, he watches every single episode sitting right beside me. <laughs> and he makes no acknowledgement to me. And it's bothering me. <laughs> and I'm like... He's watching the show, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm going to say something. (laughs) Because my self-esteem and my pride will not let me not say anything. So finally, he pulls up the last episode, and there's a shot where the three of us are on the screen, and I tapped him. And then he takes his headphones off, and he pauses it, and he looks at me dead-eyed. And he was like, what's up? (laughs) And I was like... I pointed to the me on the screen and then me and he and he looks at it and he looks at me and then he looks and he goes, Oh, no way. And he goes, Have you been here the whole time? <laughs> and I was like, dude, it's an airplane. This is an airplane. I didn't join you halfway through the plot. I just jumped in. Yeah. Okay, I, no, 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 no. I just took the seat from someone else. Yeah. I tapped them. They oh, stood up. That's yeah, it's so dumb. But even worse was like this need that I found within myself that I couldn't let it go. <laughs> I should have just – like Dave was saying that like yeah. he – somebody came up to take a photo of – Somebody was with that was on. It was Rich last Voss and he were on the marquee. Their pictures were on the marquee of this theater, but they were both out front having a cigarette or doing whatever they're doing. As they and do. these women walked up and said, "Oh God, we got to take a picture. They're so sweet. I love those two guys." And they came up and said, "Could you guys get out of the way?" <laughs> they wanted and to take a picture of them picture. because she was like, "I love Last Comic Standing," and they're both right, standing right. there. And he was like. And he said that Rich, it's totally like Rich, rich to not oh, yeah. be able to let this go. Oh, no, no, no. And no. he went off about it. But Dave was like, you should have just, we should have taken the photo. It would have been amazing if we had taken this photo of them standing with our images on the bill. Well, the images have good lighting and probably makeup. So maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, you know, seeing somebody on the Does street is not well, the Dave, same. Well, Dave, listen to you. This will be good. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. It's, you know, it's like, you know, these supermodels, totally. they've got, you know, you walk past them on the street in New York. And oh, you're yeah, like, you'd I never... have no idea who that is. Yeah, I catch people here and there wanting to tell me that I don't. You know, they'll be like, oh, my God, it's you. You're a lot. 
<laughs> more realistic. Yeah. Different. You look yeah. a lot more down to earth. Yeah. Down. You mean gravity. Gra- gravity is pulling on my skin. But yeah, they're... Uh, they even at the club, they have this photo of me, and I can see people being like, looking at their flyer and being like, this is not the guy on the fly. Because <laughs> I don't look like that, you know? That's actually a good question. So, for a show like those who can't, yeah. obviously you're not going to be spending a whole lot of time in the makeup chair. Yeah. But how long did you? Oh, uh, I mean, it's hair and makeup's probably. A half hour each. Wow. So yeah, still half hour for yeah, it a show that's on really it. not even yeah. centered on that kind of thing. No, it's no, no. And, I, and it's well, you like, have to look like you have to look decent on the camera. Otherwise, you just look like you're dead. Pale, mm, right? Yeah. It makes you pale. <laughs> yeah. And I think people think that it's done out of some. It's to restore your color because otherwise they'd have to color correct you so much. It's really just so they don't have to do it after because you can, but. But if everybody, but like, no, maybe it's a little less, maybe 20 minutes. But Maria, like Maria Thayer, most females will take, you know, a female co-star will take a little bit longer yeah. just because hair is a lot more in depth with, yeah, you know. For sure. And I mean, she's coming in from, you know, like we're coming in at five in the morning. She's not like spending like that's her time to like, like spend actually. So she shows up in like basically pajamas i mean she like kind of strolls in and then you come in and do it but i miss that it's weird as i learn how to not care for myself over the summer so i forget that (laughs) so i'm so glad it's coming back though who named the high school me phenomenal Mm. yeah reed smoot (laughs) we actually the only headline that, that we made out of tcas the full front page like not front page but full size headline was in the salt lake tribune really because reed they felt like we were attacking mormons <laughs> because the school is called the smoot high fighting tariffs and <laughs> and it's because the smoot holly tariff act and right, and right. no one names anything after reed smoot because he is probably perhaps unfairly blamed for exacerbating the great depression Phenomenal. so Phenomenal. with a set of tariffs that he co-signed on that he co-wrote the bill for the smoot holly tariff act but uh so i came up we we originally called it James Buchanan High, but we couldn't. Um, there was already a James Buchanan High School, so we tried to find a character in history that no one else would never aim at high school. Go. He also was tried for by the House of Un-American Activities for really? HUAC for taking an oath uh, in the Mormon Church to harm the U.S. government. Oh. They believed he had done that, but I I don't know if it was just part of a Protestant or or a Christian yeah. campaign against Mormons. I don't think the Mormons had a whole bunch of. No. Swear that you will bomb the government. <laughs> but probably, he, not. probably not, but there was like, yeah, it was a really, but yeah, thanks. I'm really glad we got around to it because seriously, I have never missed any. You watched every episode mm-hmm. too, I do believe. I've watched them with you. Well, yeah, we, we I don't, have, I to, I don't have a television, really. Here's so. the it's thing fantastic. with it everybody thinks we have an axe to grind with teachers. Everybody seems to assume that we make some sort of. There's none of that. Like, literally, we just like dumb stuff. We're all dumb. Like, we're all just trying to make something that is totally... I want to go to Smoot High School. I would have loved to have gone to Smoot High School, man. Read Smoot High. And I, people, you know... You would have fit right in back in your drinking days. Oh, yes. You would have been an amazing administrator. All the things that happened. I want to show him a photo of a friend of mine. Okay. 
Who's? <laughs> wait. Oh wow. Who, who is? Oh, wow. Wait. You do look alike. <laughs> he's like well, that guy. Looks a lot crabbier. He's than like Bender. a slight, He's like a wider version of. He you. does have. I have the same chin. Chin and nose is pretty close. <laughs> Although, did he box? No, he's and actually, you guys, the the photo is a little off. You guys are probably built exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, close-up pictures with too? a cell phone do tend to. <laughs> yeah, broaden. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, is he? Is he? Uh, is he? Is he a rock star on the mats? Does he fight dudes? No, no. He was. <laughs> I don't know what Shane's doing now, but he used to be Glenn Mason's sports information right. director. Oh, Glenn right. Mason was, he was a, a head coach. Head coach. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Football. Do not miss. Oh, so when does those who can't third season start? Uh, it starts this fall. There hasn't been a, an official air date. It'll start sometime uh, after October. Tell them I said get going. Let's go. <laughs> I will for Seriously, sure. Seriously, Andy and I never miss it. We've watched it together from the beginning. I, I like I said, I would have loved to have gone to Smooth Heist. It's real fun to do, and I it's I love great. our cast I, and crew. So. I grew up with a family of Smoots. <laughs> Did you really? really? <laughs> There, it seemed a like family there, of there was nine kids in my family, and there seemed like there was one of them in each of our classes. <laughs> and, and, and even more of them. Smoots are, like, nine very smoots. rare. Uh, you don't hear of a no. ton of them. And it's based out of they're, they're Utah. They're, it's a Mormon. But they were Catholic, but they could all sing, and they could. Could they dance, though? I don't know if they could oh, dance, they but they could, they could sing. And it was like. Acapella, harmony, and all that stuff. It was very interesting. What about their ability to drive the country into a crippling financial <laughs> depression? <laughs> Let's see if they inherited that. Wonderful stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, tomorrow night, Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. Ben, great to see you. Awesome. I Thank love you. everything. Seriously, I love your act. I love everything. The TV show is fantastic. And just having you hang around so we can talk about boozing it up. Hey, thank you all for always being so nice and letting yeah, me come you. in and visit you all. Oh, you're the and best. it's always a good conversation. So thank you. Thanks thank you very much. In. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.